Are you ready to be empowered for God to use you in advancing his kingdom in this hour? Then welcome to the Keeping It Moving podcast. I'm your host, Apostle Kim Davis, and I will share with you how to persevere with power through every challenge that seemed to block you as we keep it moving into the divine purpose of God. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Keeping It Moving podcast with yours truly, Apostle Kim Davis. Again, I pray that you have been blessed on this wisdom journey as we continue it on today. I'm going to jump right in um, to talk to you about what the subject matter is today. It is called Wisdom to Shut Up. It is called Wisdom to Shut Up. And once again, as I tell you every single episode, these talks and teachings are coming directly from my book entitled The Power of Wisdom, which you can obtain on my website at KimADavisMinistries.com. Yes, at KimADavisMinistries.com. And you can hear or see me on Facebook on YouTube at Pastor Kim Davis, and you can find access to these resources that I am teaching and talking to you about even the more. And so today I I struggled with calling it a wisdom to shut up. There is not a title uh, in the book called with that uh, name in that book with that title. Uh, However, uh, the subject matter is there. Uh, It's just that I wrote the book a long time ago. There's still another whole half of a book uh, that is available that I never published because when I began, began to um, write this book from a series of sermons that I had did be uh, called the power of wisdom, I hit, uh, I forgot what year it was, but I hit trouble in my marriage. And when I hit trouble in my marriage, uh, I actually ended up uh, getting a divorce after 20 years. And so I put the book on hold. I put the book on hold for some years. And that evolved from the time of me being, um, I think I had hit 50, uh, and then I went into maybe 51, 52, come to you now way later down the road and wisdom has become even the more important to me now than it was when I wrote the book. And so as I was going back through the material and I was getting ready to to talk to you just from what was in the book, uh, I kept hearing wisdom to shut up, wisdom to shut up. And I started to call it wisdom to be quiet, make it a little more politically correct, if you will, you know, uh, not so in your face. But I call it today wisdom to shut up. My God, what I am discovering day by day as I get older and wiser, I discover the fact that when we're younger, We have the temptation uh, to talk, to try and prove who we are, to speak things and let people know that we're very knowledgeable and we have it going on. And, and, And that's okay. It's okay. 
But one of the things that I learned even early in life is the wisdom to shut up. I don't know if I've said it in these podcasts before, um, but I always, as a young woman, like to sit at the feet of those women of God and just listen and just listen. Uh, There was many times a temptation to speak up and to show them when they would say something, I want to show them the revelation that I had gotten from that same scripture or from that same life lesson. But somehow, even as a young woman, I know I didn't pass all the time. Sometimes I yielded to the temptation to just talk and speak, but I found most times the wisdom to shut up. Even when they would accuse me of things and challenge me on things, I could say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. And sometimes I would be boiling because I knew I wasn't guilty of some of the things or I knew they didn't have it quite right. But I thank God that I learned early in life to have the wisdom to shut up. And so once you've lived a while, It gets a little, uh, I don't know what I want to call it, but it's almost like as you get older, you get prophetic. (laughs) You get more prophetic because the wisdom that you gain, the knowledge that you gain when you're observing people, when you're observing circumstances and situations, especially when you're you're observing people and, and younger people, many times you observe that they are trying to impress you with their words. They are trying to show you what they know and they don't mean it. They don't mean it in a disrespectful way. Many times the wisdom that we have at this point in life, it shows you that they're, they're really trying to gain validation. They, they really want that and they're desiring that. And they think that if I can just talk to you and show you how much I know and how much I got it going on, um, you will validate me. You will, you will show uh, and say things to me to help me to know that I have wisdom. And so uh, today, as I want to go into the word of God, uh, the scripture is coming today from uh, James, the third chapter And the seventh verse, I'm in the New Living Translation, and here's what it says. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig produce olives? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. And the word of the Lord is already blessed. I want to talk to you from two perspectives uh, about this today, about the wisdom to shut up. 
And I'm even going to try and not even be as long today. Uh, Even as I'm talking to you, I was getting ready to talk to you directly from what James is talking about here, Um, talking about the tongue and trying to tame the tongue, trying to what? Have the wisdom to shut up. But yet people struggle, not just young people, older people to tame uh, the tongue. We can tame animals, birds, and reptiles, but we have trouble taming the tongue. And while I was getting ready to talk to you uh, from a, a whole different perspective, uh, uh, I, I saw myself in the scripture. I saw myself in this scripture. And I hope my transparency helps you and does not hurt you. But every time I get on here, I have some kind of testimony. And if I'm going to operate in wisdom, I'm going to have to be straight up with you and tell you, even when I fall short myself in my life as a younger woman, even as a woman of God for so many years, as I look at the tongue and the wisdom to shut up, I make a a covenant with myself, with the power of the Holy Ghost and the word. And maturity that I don't use profanity, that I, I make a choice not to use profanity, profanity. I didn't I didn't curse around my children. Now, of course, um, getting angry, their words have slipped out through the years, but my children, they're all grown, can tell you they never heard me just curse every day, you know. Uh, as the scripture says here, um, bitter and sweet water flowing out of the same fountain, uh, fresh and salty water out of the same spring. When those words came out, it was because my emotions overrode my wisdom and even the Holy Ghost that is on the inside of me. And I allowed words to flow out that were not good. As, as the scripture said, (laughs) this is not right. And the transparency that I'm going to share with you today is, um, uh, my testimony from this past weekend. We had an awesome weekend. I was on my way early on a bright and sunny day. Oh, the sun was beautiful. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. We were going to give that $1,000 worth of free gas to the community of Wilmington, Delaware. The last one for the year. Oh, I was, I was so proud. I was so happy. Um, uh, I, I, I got there. Uh, we had volunteers. We were able to serve and pray, give away grocery. I was able to go to a a jewelry show that I was doing a vending opportunity. But before I could get there, I get on the road and I, I am just going along. Now I have some issues. I have issues. I am a, a, um, recovering angerholic. I would say a recovering angerholic. I have struggled with my anger throughout my childhood and my whole life, but thanks be to God. He has given me the power of the Holy Ghost and wisdom that I don't have a lot of times like, like I could have that it got out of control, but that road rage and I call it that mall spirit, M A L L when you're in the M-A-L-L spirit 
and that M-A-U-L mall spirit comes out where people seem like they will bite and devour you to snatch something out of your hand, to jump in line ahead of you, to jump in the parking space that they see you're getting ready to turn in. And then here it comes out of your mouth. And so I'm riding along and I'm going and a big red Ford 150 is on my right side in the exit lane, getting ready to exit. And as I'm almost past, he shoves his vehicle over to move me out of his way to get into the lane that I am in. And he, 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 I'm like, oh my God. So I move over. Now, mind you, and I don't need you all to, to co-sign with me or make me feel better. I am mature enough in the spirit and have enough wisdom to know when what's coming out of my mouth is out of order. And so as I got up, I go, well, first of all, let me just say this. I don't have a problem letting anyone over. I When I see someone trying to get over, I let them over. Sometimes I, I'll just back up. They're not even trying. I have no problem. And so whatever happened with this guy that I think it looked like he was just trying to get over at the last minute. And he's mad because I'm not letting him. Well, it wasn't that I was not letting him, sir. You're coming over at the last minute and I did not see you. And you're in a truck that's twice the size as big as, as I am. And so what happened? The words began to flow out of my mouth. Oh, they were not nice words. I'm not going to camouflage it. They were not nice words. I did not have the wisdom to shut up. I did not operate in it. And I put the Holy Spirit in the basement that I may finish. Even though in the midst of it, I'm saying, what are you, what is your problem? You could have came over. But it does not justify, even according to the word of God, that, that, that I was not able to have the wisdom to shut up is not okay. Because we see that the tongue is evil, is restless. It, has, it acts like a deadly poison. And when you see animals or birds or reptiles or deadly poisons, you've got to lock them down properly so that they can't break out in times. Because we're living in times now where road rage can get us killed. And so we need to obtain and acquire and exercise the wisdom to shut up. And so James puts it so plainly. He puts it so plainly that sometimes we praise the Lord and then curse those who are made in the image of God. I don't even have to tell you what I said, but you know that I cursed a man who was, who, who was in the image of God. And, and I don't know if he was a child of God, but I know I am. And I know that God requires a standard. 
Not just for me as the preacher, as the teacher, but for us as people of God. And so it comes to a point that we've got to declare and decree that blessings and cursings cannot pour out of the same mouth. As he said in the New Living Translation, surely my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out of both, bubble out both fresh and bitter water? I was getting ready to go to a, a outreach endeavor and pray for people within the next hour. And so it begins, it, it, it comes from, it, here is what it, here's the, here's where the conclusion is. What are we producing out of our mouth? Does a fig tree, tree produce olives? Or a grapevine figs? No. Does a, does a saved person filled with the Holy Ghost produce cursings even in the midst of road rage? Do we produce a cursings in our marriage when our spouse have pushed us over the edge? Words that we're going to have to live with, that we're going to have to lay down with, that we're going to have to lay next to them knowing what we have said? No. We can't draw fresh and salty water from the same spring. And so sometimes we have to find, we have to draw from the our resources of our spirit by the power of the Holy Ghost, the wisdom to shut up. And nine times out of 10, I'm talking to you, somebody who just today or just yesterday, within the last 24 hours, did not exercise the wisdom to shut up, to just be quiet. And so he asks a question as I get ready to, to finish. He, he asks this question. He says in verse 13, if you are wise and understand God's, God's ways, prove it. By living an honorable life, doing good works with humility that comes from wisdom. And I'm going to talk some more about this next week, but let me just read verse 13. And I'm going to pray for you in the, in, I'm going to read it in the King James version. It said, who is wise? Who is a wise man? One version says, who is a wise and intelligent man endued with knowledge among you? Who? Who are you? I'm talking to you. Who are you? Are you a wise man? Are you a wise wisdom, a woman endowed with knowledge that you can shut up even when your husband says something or does something that throws you off or someone at work pushes your button and causes you to want to go off? Well, how can you prove if you are? a wise man, a wise woman endued with knowledge. I like the way the King James Version reads it. That's why I'm reading it. It says, let him show out of a good conversation, out of a good conversation, his works, what comes out of your mouth, what comes out of your mouth should be seasoned with wisdom that you've learned when you, when you lost it the last time, when I went off on last time on the road, it, even though I'll never see that man again, my heart, I feel so embarrassed 
I feel, I feel like, oh my God, these people that I'm getting ready to go and pray for, these people who hold me in such high esteem, if they were to see me, if they were to hear what's coming out of my mouth, what would they feel? How, how disappointed would they be? More than that, how disappointed is God over the things that I did not have wisdom and power over my tongue not to say? But it said again, let, let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Can you operate in meekness with your tongue? Can, can you just shut it down? Do, does it make us feel weak because we didn't go off? Come on, man. Let's get wisdom to shut up. Let's get wisdom to hold our peace. Let vengeance be belong to God. Let him repay if someone tried to push our button. So Father, bless the one that is hearing my words on today. Someone who may be feeling bad about what has come out of their mouth. Someone who, who just lost it on, in road rage, like I just spoke, even to their children, that they keep telling them the same thing over and over and over. They keep doing the same stuff over and over and over. God, help them. By the power of the Holy Ghost and the word. Lord, your word works when we operate in wisdom, when we make a split decision to say, I won't say it. So God, give your people that power. Give your people that wisdom right now, because we have the knowledge. We know the fruit that comes forth from it. It's going to be bitter and we don't want to eat it and we don't want anyone else to eat it. So God bless your people right now with wisdom to hold their peace in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening. It is my prayer that you were blessed by this podcast. If so, please subscribe and like the broadcast. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Pastor Kim Davis. And visit our website at KimADavisMinistries.com. So until next time, may the peace and order of God be with each and every one of you in all things and in all times and in all places. Shalom.